0: welcome back thank you for being here today today we are doing an episode on ask me anything I've done these episodes in the past on Instagram and YouTube but now this is going to be a longer version and if you're interested in asking me a question you can message me directly on any socials you can find the link at my Instagram and link tree And it's an anonymous question, so I don't know where they're coming from. I can't respond directly, but um, this is going to be something that I'm going to do in these podcasts frequently, where I go in more detail and depth answering your questions. (laughs) So I have a lot to get through today. I've been getting so many from y'all, so I really appreciate it. So we're going to go into depth with some of these And I really appreciate you coming back. Thanks for being here. And I'll be back next week with a guest, a wonderful guest, who has her own podcast. And she is in a polyamorous relationship. And she's going to be my next guest that will be airing next week. So let's get started. Welcome to Sweet Release. First question, how attraction to people and kinks link together? Is participating in a kinky group sex automatically mean that you should have 100% attraction to all participants? Have you ever been in such a situation that you enjoyed yourself but the person giving you pleasure wasn't your type? 100% yes. I feel like when you get into kinks and fetishes, it's not about sex. It's not often about The pleasure, it's about kind of the psychological pleasure. It's about healing. There's a lot more layers and facets to it. So yeah, there could be definitely situations where you are exploring more of a kink itself and the person that you are experiencing this with is not someone that you are attracted to. I specifically had this dom that would flog me at parties or he did this fire play session with me and I was not attracted to him at all. So there's definitely situations where you can experience pleasure from someone and have them not be attractive or just not be your type. Like you said, I think the older we get and the more aware we get, the more we realize how important energy is and how there's so many other parts of human beings that make us aroused and so there's so many other layers of people that can stimulate you and turn you on. And so I definitely think that that is just the more you evolve, the more you understand that people that you have sex with, people that you interact with um sexually or have intimate relations with or explore kinks with or have sessions with, they're not always going to be this perfect specimen of your type. I think there's so many other layers of people that can really turn you on and get you excited about them. So yeah, I definitely think that I've enjoyed several situations with people that were not my type, not someone I would pick off off, off this street, but because of their energy or the relationship that they were in, you know, there's another point that I'll make as well as, you know, when you start exploring couples, when you start exploring group play, sometimes it's it's quite rare to find a couple or a partnership that is equally attractive (laughs) there's always going to be one of them that you might be more interested in but sometimes you have to realize like okay they're a unit like I would like to experience them together maybe I like the the body type or just the energy of one person more than the other and I think that's completely just the nature of who we are and our preferences and so I definitely think that that is totally fine and totally totally normal. (laughs) Okay. To the next one. Is there a meaning behind the poster in your videos or is reverse cowgirl your favorite position? Um, so I'm actually not (laughs) on the backdrop today, but you're talking about this painting over here that I often have in the background of my videos and my podcast. Um, the meaning behind that is it's not my favorite position. Actually, I can't remember the last time I did it. It's been a really long time that I've done Reverse Cowgirl, but it is a painting that my partner made me, and it does mean a lot to me because it was our first Christmas together, and the pools on my hands signify the fact that I'm always sweating and dripping and sweat. I'm just a sweaty human being, and the colors are just both warm and magical. It was just really special to receive a handmade gift. (laughs) I had never um, gotten a painting from a lover before. So it just felt magical to be painted <laughs> for the first time. So yes. Next question. What's the deal with butts? It seems like booty is part of the body that is universally adored. Yeah. Um, butts are awesome. They're round. They're scrumptious. They're beautiful. They taste good. I think butts are just this curvy part of our body that, yeah, they are universally adored. I agree with you hundred percent. I think they're just beautiful to look at. I think a lot of people think butt stuff is still so taboo, so maybe seeing the butt, it just makes you feel like, ooh, a little bit naughty or just like wanting, yearning for that vulnerability. I think they're vulnerable in a way, but yeah, they are universally adored, and I'm so grateful that more people are embracing butt stuff. I think that's a phenomenon that's happening, and I'm just really happy about it. next thoughts on watching porn during sex i was with a girl once who liked watching gay men's porn while having sex she said it helped her orgasm but i couldn't help but wonder if she even liked having sex with me or was she using me as a dildo while she actually got off to watching men take it up the ass (laughs) okay yes to watching porn during sex that is completely natural and very fun to do i would say move away from the fact that this this porn, this vibrator, this toy, this element is taking away from the experience and move more towards the feeling that this is adding to the experience and is making the pleasure between the two of you build and grow. A lot of people feel like adding a, adding a strap on, adding a vibrator, adding a toy means that you aren't pleasing them enough, or you're not good enough. And that's just so not true. Adding porn, watching porn is just another element to make her feel more aroused. She likes watching gay porn. I went through a phase where I loved watching gay porn. That's just really vulnerable and special that she shared that with you and that she wanted to experience that with you. And I would just take that as a just a positive, and I would pat myself on the back and be like, Damn, thank you so much for sharing that with me. Yes, I want to experience this with you. Or if it doesn't turn you on, you don't have to watch it, but you can watch her watch it. You know, like seeing her eyes light up while you're pleasing her, while you're actually there with her, making her climax or getting her there. Sometimes a lot of us just need that little extra stimulation, whether it's added porn or added vibrators or added toys or plugs or whatever it is just don't think that you aren't good enough the truth is you are and that is just an added element that we should all accept and welcome into the bedroom we should all just want more toys it just makes experiencing more fun and why not (laughs) so yes to porn during sex fuck yeah Next, did you ever watch Sue Johansson on TV? If so, do you consider yourself to be a modern version of her? So, she is this Canadian registered nurse and sex educator that promoted sexual health, and she had this birth control clinic she operated as well. So, yes, the fact that she promoted sexual health, talked about sex a lot, um, I do feel like I could be related to her in a way, and yeah, more of a modern day version. Um, I am not familiar with her. I have never watched her. I had to look her up. (laughs) I think she was born in 1930. So she's, um, she's, you know, way back in the time, but yeah, I definitely think that there's so many women that promote sex and wellness and I am, yeah, perhaps, uh, extension of that in modern day. Definitely. Thank you. (laughs) Can you feel a difference between different condom types? And if so, what is your favorite? Yes. A thousand percent yes. You can tell. Condoms are important. They really are. And I personally find that latex condoms suck. (laughs) I haven't purchased a latex condom since probably high school or college, Skin S K Y N is my personal favorite brand. I know there's a lot more brands now, but in my adult life, that has always been the brand that I have always purchased. They're thin, they're non-latex, they are they have like a bunch of different kinds, but just the way that they feel, it doesn't feel like it's there. And that's what you want. <laughs> and so, yes, skin is my all time favorite. And I do think that the non latex brands are the best. Latex is just an irritant for a lot of people. And I don't like the smell like after sex. I don't like how it smells even during sex. Like I think I've always just been a fan of skin. And um, yeah, so there you go. Here's my advice about that. <laughs> okay, is it just me or is the gym a hot pet? A hotbed, sorry, for sexual pheromones. It can be. It definitely can be. Um, I was in the gym this morning with my partner, and there was another guy in there, and we just have a small gym in our apartment building, and and he was just going to town on throwing shit and being really loud, and and that was definitely not making my pheromones go. But watching my partner work out, yeah, it could. I think. That just depends on the place and the pheromones being exchanged. I think I've been around a lot of gym rats where they don't smell good. But I've also been at gym classes or even Pilates where all these women are just like moving their butts in perfect ways and you're shaking. And and so, yeah, I could imagine it being a space where the pheromones could feel like they're being heightened and released a lot. Um, but I think that just depends on you and the mood that you're in too. Roughly how many times of the day do you spend thinking about sex? How much time of the day do you spend thinking about sex? Again, that's, it, it's like, it depends. <laughs> I actually haven't made sex a priority recently. I've been so focused on this podcast and my brand and just work. And so I haven't been prioritizing sex. I think it depends on the energy you're putting out into the world. um, The energy you're willing to receive the shows you're watching. Like last night I was watching some shitty reality TV and there was a lot of sex happening. So I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about sex. Um, But that doesn't mean I want sex. I have a lot of art. That is sexy and beautiful. And I've always created a home and a space that makes me feel good. And when I walk down my art hallway here, I'm like, yeah, I am turned on. But it's just like reminding me how beautiful the body is and how grateful I am to be in this wonderful vessel. And it just makes me feel grateful and happy to be here and happy to be in a partnership that we encourage pleasure and connection. And so I think the amount of time a day I think about sex varies, (laughs) and I think it's okay to think about it or have it pop up in your mind throughout the day frequently. I think that's normal. Next. Um, What do you think about sex addiction in general, and do you consider yourself addicted? I don't consider myself addicted. I have in the past thought I was addicted to masturbating, but I was going through just like a phase where I needed to heal. And that was was feeling very empty after this breakup. And so I was consistently masturbating and wanting to come like 20 times in a day. So that time I do remember feeling like, oh, do I have this addiction problem? But I don't think that, well, let me make this clear. I think that there's a distinction between having an addiction and just craving connection and intimacy and pleasure. So ask yourself, is this hindering my way of life, my quality of life? Am I still eating? Am I still sleeping? Am I still working? Like if it's starting to affect those areas of your life that are like your normal mundane, that keep you healthy um, and you know, your quality of life, then if it feels like it's affecting those things, then yeah, perhaps you do have an addiction. But I think there's, I have a healthy relationship with sex. I think a lot of us feel judgment from society that we want sex too much and that it's bad. And I think if you welcome your sexual erotic self, then you will feel more stimulated in other areas of your life. So I think it's important to have a and. A wonderful relationship <laughs> with sex. And yeah. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Okay, do you think that there are non-monogamy sex parties in Europe and US? Do you think there are more non-monogamy and sex parties in Europe and US than in Latin America? I think that there are... it's it's just depends. I went to a resort in Cancun There's a lot in Mexico. I know there's some in Costa Rica. I know Brazil is a very kind of sex positive. Um, Or they're just known for being very vocal about sex. Um, So no, I think it just, I think there's parties everywhere. I think Europe, there's a lot. In the US, there's a lot. But I think you can also find some in Latin America. Um, That's something I might have to research a little bit more of. But I do think that in a lot of countries all over the world, you could easily find Sex parties and non monogamy and ENM culture. Okay, last one. Why is there not more women in the world like you? <laughs> well, thank you. We are all unique and we are all our own person, and that is why there's not more women in the world like me. But to be honest, I think we've all led different lives, we all have different upbringings, we all have different values, and I think there are a lot of women that value connection and intimacy as much as I do, but they're more private about it. But I'm here to normalize pleasure and make you feel more comfortable in your skin and who you are. And so I'm happy to vocalize my experiences in hopes to heal and educate you. But I do think that there's a lot of people similar to me in the world, but um, I'm unique to me Miss Barbie Jean so thank you for your support always and thanks for the questions I'll see you guys next week talk soon